Welcome to the Ladies Power Lunch Podcast with Dr. Davia Shepard, a resource for women in business, presenting a wide range of topics exploring professional growth and personal development. And now, Dr. Davia Shepard. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Ladies Power Launch. I am so excited because we're starting a new limited series with our Ladies Power Launch interviews. And today we're talking to Janice. She's going to help us to really appreciate how important it is to not get bogged down and weighed down by the things that are happening around us, but to look forward and be positive because there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. This series is called Success in Any Season. And boy, could we use some good news right now. Hello, Janice. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. And may I ask you to just introduce yourself to our audience, tell everybody who you are and what it is that you do. Absolutely. I'm Janice and I'm the founder of My Body Couture. I help people feel better in their bodies. So I do that through a lot of exercise and nutrition-based techniques. And basically I'm working with a lot of folks who either lack motivation or have body pain or feel like they have, you know, kind of gone to the gym and tried to work out and tried to incorporate movement and great nutrition principles, but things just don't really work out for them. So I'm really working one-to-one with a lot of folks who just feel like they can't quite sort it out for themselves. Okay. So who is your ideal client? Like who would be the person who, if that person walked in the door, you know that you could absolutely serve them in the best way? Yes. Great question. So mostly I I would say probably 75% of my clients are female and 85% are above the age of 35. So we kind of have a 35 to 65 year old female who has more than likely gone to a chiropractor and acupuncturist, a massage therapist, or some other practitioner to try to already come up with a solution. And while those are all great techniques for that person, they find that some of these um, things come back in their body. So what we're trying to do is get a head to toe kind of holistic solution for the person based on how they're sitting, the emotions in their body. And mm-hmm. quite often I am still working with that original practitioner. So mm-hmm. I share clients with chiropractors and massage therapists and acupuncturists, etc. But we're working on the bits of the body that relate to movement and walking. And so it's someone who wants to really explore their passions in life And those could be really simple things. I've had lots of clients who tell me that they want to garden or that they want to chase after grandkids or children. They also could be quite elaborate. I've also had people tell me that they really want to run their first marathon. But quite often, it's just something that is really striking that person that something in their body is kind of holding them back from this life that they want to live. I understand. I understand perfectly. And so you're based all the way out in Arizona. Am I correct? Actually, I'm in Canada. Oh, you're in Canada. Okay. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about what's been happening with your business since we have been in the pandemic, because I'm guessing that pre-pandemic, your interactions were more on a face-to-face basis. So what's happening now? Good question. So in 2018, I started a digital um, digital component. So I have mm-hmm. actually had some digital clients since 2018. So fortunately for me, this wasn't a whole new way to do business, but I do have a bricks and mortar space and that was closed between March and June mm-hmm. in my jurisdiction. And we are closed again. So each time those closures happen, 
the, the business moves to fully 100% digital. In the in-between times, I can see people face-to-face. -face. So, I mean, the service delivery in terms of what we're getting and what we're learning don't really change between in-person and digital. Digital offers the benefit of, you know, I've had clients in Florida and Australia and literally all over the world. Um, whereas the face-to-face -face practice pretty much has to be within drive distance of the bricks and mortar space. Yes, I totally, totally understand that. And it's really good to know that ahead of all of what has been happening, you had a digital presence. So it made yes. that transition a little bit easier for you, I'm guessing. So we're talking about success in any season, and we are trying to really appreciate that we don't have to use the circumstances that we're presented with to determine what the outcome is going to be. Things could look pretty dicey, but at the end of the day, if you are able to do the things in the way that you are more successful, you can be successful no matter what the picture is showing you. And so that's why we're interviewing people who have gone through it, who have had a tough time and they've come through positively at the end. And that's why we're having you here. So welcome, welcome. And tell me a little bit about why you thought being a part of this interview series would be a good idea for you all the way in Canada. Well, because I am a lone parent business owner, and this is a Canadian statistic, but I imagine that it transcends nations. Uh, last year, a Canadian entrepreneur organization told me that just 5% of single mom owned businesses succeed, and I am one of them. And I have had some very difficult moments being a lone parent business owner, and I looked for resources a group of people that could relate to this specific challenge. A lot of the single mom community don't own businesses and amongst business owners, a lot of business owners clearly, the vast majority are not owned by single parents. And so it was really important to me when I saw your post to step forward and say, you know, no matter what difficult circumstances are before us, and even if there's nobody blazing this trail in front of us, that we can be that singular example that pulls it through. And it's more than just willpower and it's more than just kind of hard work. Those are elements to it as well, but a lot of it really is that idea in our brain that we can do this, that we will do this, that tomorrow will deliver better results and keeping that positivity and keeping that optimistic outlook through the whole period. So tell us a story about a time when, you know, as a single parent business owner, things weren't looking all that great, but how you came out on the other side of that really successfully. When my son was, you know, I have to think about this. How old is your son now? He's almost 10. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah. I have a 10 year old, so oh, I totally awesome. identify with that. And I cannot imagine running my business and doing all the things without the community that we have that is my in-laws and you know my my husband and everybody just being there to support because i work long hours so i'm just really excited to hear about what happened with you so when i think i opened my business when my son was two um so i had that 
that isn't something I would necessarily recommend to people, but that's During the happened. terrible twos. That's when you yeah. decided to go open your business. Good yeah. job, Janice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so by the time he was four, quite honestly, there was a number of external circumstances that happened in my life. And one of those external circumstances was that I got what the public health authority called a unusual and they put that in quotation marks, strain of salmonella. So many people get salmonella and they throw up and it's a 24 hour food poisoning incident. There's actually, I know a lot about salmonella now. There's 2000 different strains of salmonella. So I got one that looked more like typhoid fever and it impacted me dramatically. I actually remember exactly where I was standing when the public health authority called me and told me the positive result of this. And he said to me, you will be acutely ill for four to six months. And my response to him is, I don't have time for that. And I, I was, I was acutely ill for four to six months and it took me five years to actually fully recover. So the acute illness was feeling like I was going to throw up 24 hours a day. I had vertigo. I had a lot of food aversion because my digestive system had basically shut down. So this, this little bug came into my intestinal system, basically wiped out my intestinal like little flora things, and I couldn't even digest food. And I mean, I have two nutrition certifications, so I know this firsthand, but when you actually don't digest your food, then you're not getting proper nutrients even from the food you're eating. So I was exhausted 24 seven. So I'm single parenting, I'm running my business. Shortly thereafter, I ended a relationship because why not? <laughs> um, Great timing. I right. I managed to fall and injure my tailbone. There was a disturbance in our apartment building. Actually, a hooker moved in upstairs and oh. it just created absolute abject chaos. I live in a great neighborhood and a really nice condo, but you know, you, you can't control your neighbors. So there were just all these things and it felt like you know, in a six month period, I was like, seriously, like I had multiple car accidents. I wasn't actually in my vehicle at the time of any of these, but my vehicle was written off, etc. It was just this insane period of what now? And any of them on their own could have been something that I would have dealt with with relative ease, but I wasn't even feeling well. So I was exhausted. It took me into a place of burnout because I had two physical injuries. I had kind of this external circumstances of chaos and craziness, both in my home. Plus I had a brand new business. I would come home to this, you know, child who was still at the age where I laugh now, but it wasn't funny at the time. You know, if I was to leave and go into another room to clean the room, he would stay in this room and create more chaos than I created cleaning. <laughs> we all know this with two to four year olds. And that's when I remember just laying in his bunk bed thinking there, there's got to be way somebody knows how to do this because it's just like a black cloud in, ahead of me and I don't know how to actually solve this and move forward. I'm sitting here today, six to eight years later. So this is a thing of the past. So you've survived. Um, I did survive. And that's part of the bit of the story that I do want to share is that we can have physical ailments and external circumstances, and it can feel like the blackest, most bleak, most difficult moment. We can feel even that there's nobody that understands and look for those people, but we will actually make it through to the other side. Awesome. So my question for you is, because I mean, 
we can see that you're here with us unless this is yes. your ghost and if it is awesome <laughs> you know great but you you've you've really made it through a tough time what is it that helped you to really get through all of this this is a lot so one of the things that i actually did and it sounds very counterintuitive but i started volunteering interesting and at the moment when I felt the bleakest and the blackest and the darkest, I reached out to an organization. In my case, it was a single mom's organization. And I remember somebody trying to talk me out of it because she said, well, how do you even have time to do that? And I was like, I, I really probably don't, but I need to do this. Mm -hmm. So the single mom's organization actually, unfortunately it doesn't exist any longer, but it was phenomenal. It paired a mentor with a young mom. So in most cases, most of these women were single. And in most cases, most of these women had given birth as teenagers. And I did a couple of rounds of it and I acted as a mentor. The first woman I mentored was living in a home for abused women. She had a three month old. She had not finished high school and her child's father was a drug addict. I didn't even know what to do with that. <laughs> Mm -hmm. But we worked together for a year and it has turned her life around. I saw recently that she's now engaged. By the time we had finished that mentorship, she told me she was going back to finish her high school diploma and that she was going to actually get continuing education. In the subsequent years, she has done exactly that. She has a wonderful job in the nursing profession and she's living independently and told me that she broke the cycle of domestic abuse in her family. And so I found this organization at a time when I felt like I had nothing and it actually gave me hope and it gave me perspective. And that's one thing that I feel very passionately about to this day is one of the ways that we can feel connected to others and we can feel positively about our place in this world is actually through volunteerism and through giving back. So even if we are in that dark headspace ourselves, and even when we feel like there's nothing left that we could possibly give and we're overwhelmed there's always something where you can use your heart to touch someone else's heart and it will be a gift to both of you. Janice, this is a beautiful story. And I just want to let you know that we are joined by some of our members over in our Ladies Power Lunch Facebook group. And you're getting lots of hearts and light. Mary Stone McGovern says, being a single mom is such a challenge. I can so relate. I was a single mom of three with lots of craziness. So, you know, you're not alone in this. And the thing that is standing out for me the most is that when we are in our darkest times, there is always somebody out there that could use our help. And in yes. helping the other, we're actually helping ourselves. That yes. is such a beautiful lesson for us to learn. And I'm really, really grateful that you have you know, been so open and honest with us and so vulnerable in sharing this story because I know it will help others. So for other people who are going through a tough time right now, what would your advice be to them? I think right now I feel and I relate to that. We have our second closures here and 
<laughs> it's not funny, but I'm like spending 24 hours a day with my child because he doesn't go to school and I don't go to work anymore. And that's a hard moment. And it's really hard to stay centered and it's hard to stay in a place where we're calm and we can see that optimism. I live in Canada where it's very, very cold outside. So, you know, we're, we're really trapped in the house. And I think this is really a moment where we need to look outside ourselves and it doesn't need to be volunteerism, but is there a digital community you can join? Is there a way that you can connect with other people? I'm doing that right now with you through sharing a story and through conversation. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's literally the most critical piece that we can do. Other than, of course, I have a bias towards exercise and health. But, you know, short of that, I think that really that connection is key. That community is key. And I always define community as people... We don't have to be friends with people. Mm -hmm. So a lot of us look either to our friends or our family as community. And this might be a time that we want to expand that and look for people that we can help or look for digital networks that we can join where we have something in common with people. And that is going to do a lot for us to kind of keep centered and remember that there is a positive future that is ahead of us. We're not going to be stuck in COVID forever. Absolutely. And just a perfect segue into inviting anyone who is a female entrepreneur who's interested in finding community, just to remind you all that Ladies Power Lunch has really only one barrier to entry, and that is that you have to be a female entrepreneur who's interested in supporting other female entrepreneurs. That's pretty much it. So if you feel that's like that's your theory. thing, <laughs> then we're yeah. here ready to and I think be that your that's, community. that's a beautiful example of a community that for a lot of us just are able to really add light to this situation beautiful beautiful so before we go janice would you like to share with us your website or any promotions or anything that you have going on that we can participate with yes you can follow me on Instagram or Facebook, or go to my website and shoot me an email. My website and business name is My Body Couture, which is three words, my, M-Y, body, B-O-D-Y, Couture, C-O-U-T-U-R-E. So I invite you to network with me, to send me messages, and to just be part of my communities, and I can be part of yours. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, and I look forward to engaging with everybody in the group. Awesome. So thank you everybody for joining us. This has been such an enriching conversation and I look forward to seeing you all on the next episode. Thanks so much for joining us. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us. Find out more at our website, www.ladiespowerlunch.com and find us on YouTube at youtube.ladiespowerlunch.com. This is a production of the LPL Podcast Network.